guys. Welcome back to episode two, week two of Unfiltered. I am so flippin' happy to have you guys back if it's your first episode or if it's your second. And I'm just on a high from launching this podcast. When I'm recording this right now, episode two, uh, it's only been two days since I actually launched the entire podcast. But you know, I gotta get ahead on that recording so I can start editing and putting in other things and yeah, I'm just on my shit, you guys, basically. But it's only been two days since my launch, and I have some catching up to do with you guys, so that is what the intro here is gonna be. But it almost didn't even feel real or interactive yet the last time I recorded episode one. So I actually recorded that almost an entire month before I launched. And that was just, you know, cause I was getting my shit ready. That seems so long ago that I recorded the first episode. It was on like January 14th, which is literally like basically a month ago. So it just feels so good. And now that I have you guys' excitement and now that I have people listening, it's like, it's really real. And I just wanted to give a huge thank you to you guys for coming on to listen and supporting this new outlet, this new project of mine. And I did also want to say like, I don't think the sound was very good in my first episode and just bear with me guys for this first like month or so of recording the podcast. Like I'm trying to figure out my microphone and my garage band and I got this thing called a pop filter because in the first episode when I said like the letter P and stuff like that, it made a popping noise, <laughs> which I realized there's something you can buy that fixes that. So girl, she came in on Amazon Prime this morning just in time for this recording. So I just wanted to say thank you guys for bearing with me with while I'm figuring out the sound and all that kind of jazz. Hopefully this week will sound better than last week. But I mean, every week hopefully we'll have an improvement with that while I'm figuring this stuff out. Another thing I wanted to say, in my first episode, I kept saying that you could leave me a review and rating on Apple Podcasts, and guess what? When I recorded that, I had no idea that Apple Podcasts actually takes about five business days to approve new shows. I didn't even know that until like a couple days before I launched, so I still wanted to launch on Monday, last Monday, like everything was ready, and it's kind of unfortunate. I mean, I guess if you're probably like a celebrity, I'm sure they could have your stuff ready ready on Apple Podcasts before your launch, but I basically had to like launch my show and then start my five day waiting period. So in that first episode, I did mention that if you guys left a rating and review for Unfiltered on Apple Podcasts that I would personally follow you. And I just wanted to say that I'm still absolutely doing that, but I'm so sorry. So many of you guys tweeted me and were Instagram DMing me like, where can I find the podcast? I can't find it on Apple Podcasts. And I felt so bad because I just kept being like, yeah, it'll be up later this week. I'm sorry. So that was a little bit of a mishap, but these are the things that happen when you're first launching like a podcast or something new. You just learn these things. So as of now, the podcast is and forever will be available on all platforms, including Apple Podcasts. Like I said, I will be following any of you guys who either tweet me or Instagram DM me a screenshot of a rating and review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. So I am completely honoring that. I would be so, so thankful to get some ratings and have some people find the show, some new people find it. But I did wanna give you guys a thank you for doing that because it, you know, it takes time and it's super kind to take time out of your day to do that for my podcast. So I'm so appreciative and I'm just feeling really good today. It's a Wednesday. I just 
just got like a little package in the mail from Buffalo Wild Wings. They sent me a gift card and these like for Valentine's Day, they sent me a literal Valentine with a gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings and also these like spicy heart candies with their ghost pepper sauce, which honestly I'm terrified to eat. I'm probably going to have to give them to someone because I'm not good with spice, <laughs> but that just like made my life getting that little surprise Valentine from Buffalo Wild Wings. So I guess it'll be after Valentine's Day when you guys are listening to this episode. So I hope that, you know, single like me or happily in love that you enjoyed yourself. I'm not really a big Valentine's Day person, but I think I'm going to do something with one of my girlfriends and just have like a Galentine. But on to today's topic, today's episode. So on the unfiltered Instagram account, I asked you guys what you wanted me to talk about in episode two. And thank you so much to you guys who submitted what you want to hear. Now, the thing I wasn't really expecting, but I got so many requests to make an episode about this week's episode is to talk about friendships and mostly like how to meet friends as an adult, how to meet friends in the wild as one of my favorite podcast girls like to say. If you guys listen to Girls Gotta Eat, that's my favorite podcast and they always say like the phrase in the wild like how to meet men in the wild and how to meet friends in the wild so honestly I just think it it's perfect so we are going to be talking about how to meet friends as an adult after college in your 20s and your 30s and also we're going to be talking about the difficulties in navigating friendships like toxic friends and how to know when to leave a friendship or if your friend ghosts you because guys it's not just guys that ghost sometimes your own friends can ghost you and we are going to get into the tea of all of that in this episode and also I'm so excited because this is the first episode that I can take you guys' voice messages so that is so cool so yeah if you don't already follow the Instagram account it is at unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes and that is the best way if you want to send in a request a voice message a DM or just keep up with the new episodes when they are going to launch but that is the best way to get involved in like what the episode episode topics are going to be. So go ahead and follow that if you want to. I would be so appreciative. It's a good day. It's a good week. I hope that you guys' Mondays are off to a nice productive start. I kind of love that my podcast is coming out on Mondays because honestly, I listen to the most podcasts on Mondays and it just gets my week going. Like I'll be doing the dishes or I'll be doing my laundry or I'll be showering on a Monday and I'm just like got those podcasts playing. And one more thing I want to say before we get into our bops and flops of the week, I wanted to shout out my Patreon really quickly. I know I did this in last week's episode, but I already have two videos up on there for my patrons. And the videos are my first psychedelic experience. And the other video is a weedy sesh. So my first like smoke sesh with you guys. And I am actually recording two more videos this week for my patrons. And they're going to be even more juicy. So if you guys are interested in that type of content, and my secret unfiltered videos that will never be on YouTube, then that link will be in the show notes as well. You can go check out my Patreon and support me in that way if you feel so inclined. So hell yeah to that. We have a new podcast. We have a new place for posting unfiltered videos. 2020 is my bitch, okay? And I'm feeling so productive. And that's actually, that that leads me into my bops and flops of this week. 
Thank you so much to our long time sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. If you guys missed this last week, we're going to be doing this at the beginning of every episode. And it's just basically sharing my personal highs and lows of the week and great things and flop things and regrets and all that kind of jazz. So let's start off positive. Let's start off with the bops of this past week. My first bop is feeling super productive and really motivated lately. You guys can probably tell not only by the launch of this podcast, but I've been super consistent for the most part on my YouTube channel. And also I have my new Patreon and I'm creating regular videos and content on there. And I'm just feeling like serious girl boss energy in 2020 so far. I think it really has to do with the fact that I have so much more time on my hands now because I am newly single. I guess I'm not even newly single. I need to stop saying that. Like I'm going to stop talking about my breakup now because you know, we did the first episode. I've been talking about it a lot. I've been low key kind of milking it a little bit too much and I'm over talking about it. So let's move on. I just have so much free time to myself and honestly, it's incredible. I'm feeling so motivated, like I said, to just create tons of content for you guys and I feel freaking incredible. So yeah, hell yeah. I haven't felt this good about creating content in honestly years and I'm really, really at a high. My second bop of the week is actually being social being more social, which is shocking because for the last about three, four weeks since I came back to Boise, I was super not social and I was just doing me. And honestly, I wasn't hanging out with hardly anybody, but I have been more social over the past like one to two weeks. I actually met a new friend who is one of my followers that lives in Boise and we've met up a couple times and it's been really great to talk with her. And then something so exciting happened. Um, My best girlfriend, in Boise that actually moved away a couple months ago. Her name is Dev. She's going to be a future guest on the podcast. Honestly, she might be my first guest. Let me know if you guys want her to be my first guest because she is just like the closest person to me here and she's so incredible to talk to and I would love to interview her. So please let me know if you want to see that. But what I was saying was Dev actually recently moved back to Boise. Uh, She was living in LA for a bit and she's back. And ever since she got back, we have been hanging out and having so much fun and going out and being social. And she really inspires me to just like actually want to go out and meet people and socialize. And I never really do that on my own. So I'm pretty much blessed to have her in my life. Uh, And I met some iconic women these past few weeks. Like I had the greatest day on Sunday doing a photo shoot with Dev and these two iconic women that live in Boise. And I just feel so freaking good about like going and meeting new people and going out and actually doing things. (laughs) Although I do love, love, love and thrive with my alone time. It's good to be social every once in a while. My next bop, I have a lot of bops this week 
is working out more consistently and really just enjoying that type of a routine. But I have been utilizing my YMCA membership. Okay, y'all, for a while there, I wasn't really utilizing it very much, but now I am back on track. And honestly, for me, it just takes going like a couple times to get back into a routine of going to workout classes. And I've been trying some new classes actually, like a HIT class, which is so shocking for me because I'm not really a high intensity interval training type of gal, but I did it. Okay. And, um, I survived like two classes and it was, it was good. And I've been doing yoga and body pump and a little bit of cycling. And you know what? I'm just feeling myself. Okay. Treating my body right feels good. And other than that, I've just been so enjoying my daily routine, honestly, like not traveling and just being at home and really being productive has been like another bop of the past like month, not even just the past week. I'm honestly such a routine oriented person and sometimes I like try to pretend that I'm not because I am still, you know, spontaneous, but honestly I live for a good plan, a good planned out week, a good planned out month. So yeah, I've been really thriving with my routine lately. I do have a trip coming up on March first, actually. I'm going to be gone. I have two trips coming up, to be honest, which we'll talk about that when it gets closer. But for the rest of February, I'm just looking forward to working hard and getting shit done in my in my home office, uh, which is basically my entire house because I don't really actually work in an office. And my last bop of the week is a show that I watched and finished recently because they only have two seasons and I hadn't really heard of it before, but I'm so glad I discovered it. And it is a Hulu original and it's called Shrill. And this freaking show was so entertaining. It was so funny. So it was a really easy watch. Like I said, there was only two seasons and the first season only had like six episodes. I think the second had like eight. So I pretty much watched it in like a few days. It takes place in Portland. It's super funny. Like I said, just the characters are so like diverse and it just really spoke to me. I absolutely lived for it. So if you guys have Hulu, you should check out that show if you haven't watched it already. That was definitely my favorite thing that I've watched in the last couple weeks. I have my other shows like The Bachelor and This Is Us and Siesta Key that I watch religiously every week. But that is a new one that I discovered. And also another highlight is that Good Girls is coming back this Sunday. Thank God, it's been like a year. If you guys haven't watched Good Girls, ooh, you should get on that. It is so addicting. Okay, now it's time to talk about the flops. My bops and my flops. We gotta have some flops. Honestly, I could only think of one flop. There's gotta be more, you guys. But I've been in a really good mood the past week, so I only have one flop to talk about today. And that actually has to do with my going out and being more social lately, which was one of my bops and I, I really don't have any regrets. I was introduced to this term, moral hangover. I'm surprised I hadn't heard of it before. I was listening to another one of my favorite podcasts, which is Gals on the Go by Brooke and Danielle. A lot of you guys probably listen to that. They are fellow influencers and I love their podcast. It's kind of like a recent listen for me in the last one or two months. Super glad I started listening. I'm late. But in an episode, Danielle was talking about having a moral hangover from like a night after she went out. And honestly, I can relate to that because I feel like the past 
two times that I went out, which I really don't go out much. But like I said, I've been more social and Deb is back and she inspires me to be my best self and be my best social self. But I just like drank a little bit too much, like both of the times I went out and nothing bad happened, honestly. Like I just passed, I just fell asleep on my couch one night, like with Squirtle and woke up the next day and was like, why am I not in my bed? So like nothing could have been a lot crazier, honestly. But yeah, I just feel like a little bit of kind of going out too much and I want to kind of uh, channel that back a little bit into, you know, let's like limit ourselves. Let's make sure we're drinking water when we're going out and let's make sure we're, you know, not getting too crazy. But yeah, I guess that's having a moral hangover. You're just kind of like the next day you're like, did I need to do, you know, that? I had a lot of fun. I don't regret it, but you know what I'm saying. So that's my only flop. And I definitely think that that can be improved on. So it can only go up from here, honestly. Oh, and I wanted to say, I would love to share some of you guys' bops and flops in a future episode. So feel free to DM me on the unfiltered Instagram account, your bops and flops of recent. I would love to share some of the funny ones and like the entertaining ones on future episodes. So yeah, feel free to let me know yours. Now let's go ahead and get into today's episode topic. I am so excited to talk to you guys about this and just be interactive with all of you guys that submitted questions and situations to me. Let's talk about how to navigate friendships in adulthood and in, you know, your 20s after college and all the things that come with friendship. This is a really relevant topic for me because you guys know, I've, I've talked about this before on YouTube. I have a very small, 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 probably the smallest I've ever had social circle since I moved to Boise. And I kind of think I let my relationship isolate me a lot too, which I hate admitting that. But I mean, I did move here for a person and once, you know, that was over, it's kind of like, oh shit, you know, I probably should have made some more friends. Uh-huh. And I got so many questions that were really similar that were like how do I meet friends moving to a new city how do I meet new friends after college how do I meet friends in adulthood it's so hard and honestly this is so relatable I'm glad that other people have this struggle because I think you wouldn't really know this struggle much if you didn't have like a big move or you know leave your hometown or something like that or leave a place that you've lived for a really long time because you'll always have like those friends and those people, I feel like for the most part. But if you like go all out and you move to a new state, city, a new country, holy shit, that would be wild. Um, or even just like going off to college or something like that, that is when you start experiencing like, whoa, I'm in a completely different environment, a new place. And that's when these things come up, I feel like. Now I have a few voice messages that were sent in, which if you guys ever wanna do this for a future episode, like I said on the Instagram account, that is when you can find out when I'm taking voice messages. But I'm also gonna have the link to leave me a voice message in the show notes of every episode. So it's really easy to do. You can just record right from your phone and you can send me in a little message of your question or your situation. And I am going to play a couple that I got relating to this topic. So let's just go ahead and do it. Hi, Lindsay. First, I just want to say that as someone who has watched you from the very beginning when you were known as Beauty Baby 44, that I'm so happy for you that you're taking on this new journey. It's so exciting. 
and I cannot wait to listen to all the future episodes. So my advice that I need is my really good friend has made plans with me several times over the past few weeks and then right at the last second canceled on me. She's done it, like I said, a few times and at this point I'm just a little frustrated and don't really know what's going on or how to handle this. Well, hi, girl, and first of all, thank you so much for your support on the podcast and your sweet words, and this situation makes me really, really frustrated because I feel like we can all kind of relate to this, so, you know, your friend is being unresponsive and standing you up, and I guess I don't know the full extent of the situation, but it sounds like this is a more recent thing that has been happening, so if I had to think about it... And I had to put myself like in her shoes, even though I guess I don't know her, obviously. I don't know the the whole situation. I would think that if this is out of her normal character, that she's probably just going through something or she doesn't want to like be social right now. There might be something that you don't know about or maybe, you know, you do know and you could kind of check in on her. That's what I would do. Um, If she has made plans with you and then canceled, I would say, you know, it could just be, oh, she's being a flaky friend. That could be one thing, but it also could be that, you know, she's going through something of her own and she doesn't want to like leave her space. I would check in with her, either like call her or send her a message if you can't, you know, get her in person. And I would just check in and be like, hey, I just want to make sure that you are doing okay. I want to make sure that like I didn't do anything wrong because we've made plans a few times and you've canceled. I would just ask for honesty. And I guess sometimes people aren't going to be totally upfront with you. Like, I guess if they don't actually want to hang out, some people are just flaky like that. Or, you know, a lot of times it's just like easier to make up an excuse about why you can't do something that you already committed to. And I guess everyone kind of does that at times. But if it's happened multiple times recently and it's out of this person's normal character, yeah, I would say that something else is probably going on. And one more thing I have to say about the situation, especially if this person like actually is just kind of like being not that good of a friend and flaking on plans that they had with you, I would say, you know, put in like what the other person is putting in to your friendships and you don't have to put in like all this time and energy into hanging out if they're not being responsive. So, you know, if this keeps happening, I would say just take a step back don't ask to hang out for a while and see if your friend reaches out to you i hope this was helpful and thank you so much for asking your question all right let's hear the next voice message from one of you guys i need advice on how to deal with friends that ghost you i was friends with someone for about 11 years But when she moved off to college, about 20 minutes from our hometown, we never really spoke again. Um, It was one of those friendships that, you know, I thought we were going to be best friends for the rest of our lives. But now we don't talk and I don't really know how to move past that or how to get over that she's not in my life anymore. Wow, this situation is kind of wild. I've definitely never experienced something like that being friends with somebody or knowing somebody for 11 years and then having them completely cut off the relationship so my heart is with you I don't think that would be easy for anyone to deal with and in a ghosting situation no matter if you're ghosted by a friend or you're ghosted by someone that you had feelings for romantically that shit is 
so frustrating because you have so many questions when somebody goes to you and all you want is like one response one sentence even would do the trick just like what is the reason that you cut off contact with me and I wanted to say ghosting is such a not necessarily important but a relevant topic to my life that I'm gonna have an entire episode dedicated to ghosting and I'm actually gonna have a guy guest on the show because I want to get a guy's perspective on why guys and girls you know guys and girls both ghost people and that will be a future episode that I'm so pumped about so we will go into that in more detail in a future episode but as for this situation very confusing you know the first thing that I can think of which I don't know if this is true for her but the first thing the first thing I can think of is some people when they go away to college they want to start a completely new life and I guess that for some people means cutting off ties with people that they used to know so I seems a little bit odd that you said it was only 20 minutes away from your hometown but I guess that still is like a new place a new experience and going to college is you know, knowing a whole new group of people, but it seems so strange to me that you guys were so close and then this has made them ghost you. Like, I totally understand drifting, especially like it's just so easy to drift away from friends when you do go to college or when you do move away and we'll touch on that as well. As for actual advice on what I would do if I was you, you know, I'm assuming you've probably reached out because I'm assuming that this was a really important relationship in your life and I would say at this point you've probably done all that you can do and I would just try to accept that like it's nothing that you did it's probably not personal and this person just decided to probably cut off ties with people when they went away and they wanted a new life for themselves maybe they're going through some stuff or I don't really know like I said the situation but I would say you've done all that you can do maybe down the road they will reach out I would try to just reflect on the good times and the memories but also just kind of like try to move forward because you knew that you did everything you could do and this situation would frustrate me a lot because I'd just be like why did this fucking happen so if this happened to me I would say I'd just be pretty frustrated and pissed off but I would try to move forward and be like you know what I did everything I could and if this person doesn't want me in their life and they don't want to contact me I guess I just have to accept that that's what they want for themselves so my heart is with you I hope that it gets easier and I hope that you get some answers to this at some point hi Lindsay this is um, Lisa from Budapest, uh, Hungary, in Europe. <laughs> and uh, first of all, congrats to your podcast. Um, and um, I listened to your first episode today and it was really great. So yeah, congrats to that. And uh, my question about friendship is how to um, be more patient, I guess, um, with people who make the same mistakes over and over again. Um, I have a girlfriend who, like, just doesn't break up with her boyfriend and, like, keeps cheating on him. I have another girlfriend who doesn't look for a job, who doesn't really try. And it's, I don't want to be judgy and I want to try to be understanding, but it's just hard for me to understand. And I don't think it's good for them and I don't really know how to tell them. Hello, Lisa from Budapest. Um, I love that you like said your name. If you guys ever want to know, in these 
voice messages, you can introduce yourself or you can be totally anonymous and I'm not going to say your name unless you guys say your name first, but I love your freaking accent. I love that you're from Hungary. So cool that my, that was actually the first voice message I got and it was an international one. So I love that the podcast is all the way out in Budapest and all the way out in so many countries around the world. So yeah, I can I think we can all kind of relate to this. It's so frustrating when somebody that you love, like a friend, is making decisions over and over that are really bad for them and you just want to be like you want to shake them and just be like, "What are you doing, you dumb bitch?" <laughs> or just like, "I want you to realize that you deserve more than this." You know what I mean? Whatever it is. So, for the kind of situations that you mentioned and how to be more patient with your friends, you know, you can always express to your friends what you want for them and what they deserve. But something that you kind of have to accept also is that people at the end of the day are just going to do what they want to do. So, like you mentioned, your friend that has cheated on her boyfriend a bunch of times and she just like won't stop. I mean, honestly, that's a really problematic situation. But as a friend, I guess all you can really do is be like, like, I do not support that for you. I just don't fuck with that. And you can tell that person that all day, but they're going to make their own decisions. And we just got to accept that we don't have control over that. We don't have control over other people's decisions and lives, even our friends. But it sucks when you really care about someone and they're making shitty, shitty decisions or you just want to say something to them, but you're like, oh, they're my friend. I don't want to insult them, right? So totally get that too. If it really goes too far, which like this cheating scenario is a lot, I mean, I guess I don't think I would stop being friends with someone if I knew something like this I would just be like this is really problematic and like you should stop and I don't fuck with this I would just like have them know that I don't approve at all and like don't talk to me about the situation so maybe you could say that maybe you could say like you know like please don't talk to me about that because I love you and you're my friend but I really don't support that decision for you and like your other situation you mentioned your friend that just like won't get a job and doesn't have a job that's kind of like an awkward scenario to be in because you don't want to be like hey just get a fucking job you know you don't want to be like rude to your friend but um I think you could like encourage them and you could tell them what they deserve and all that kind of stuff but like I said the main thing here it kind of like sucks and it's I don't think it's that it's not necessarily like that helpful but just like accepting that people are gonna do what they want and sometimes you just got to like accept as a friend that your friends are going to make shitty decisions I mean I know that I've made some shitty decisions that my friends or my sister or whoever has not agreed with and been like you dumb bitch what are you doing but sometimes you just got to make those mistakes for yourself and like have your own life path and do that dumb stuff and hopefully you know like your good friends will still be there at the end of the day for you so yeah I know it's hard to be patient one of my biggest things that I struggle with as well is patience I am not a very patient person so I totally get you and thank you so much for your question so that is all the voice messages we're going to take today. I'm probably going to try to do like a couple of them when we do these types of episodes. It probably won't be every episode that we do voice messages, but definitely the ones where we're like answering, you know, we're answering advice and getting you guys's situations and all that jazz. All right, so now we're going to get into some more broad topics that a ton of you guys asked the same type of questions 
on Instagram when I asked for, you know, topics and situations and advice questions for this topic. So thank you to any of you guys who submitted a question and I'm just going to be reading off a few that I thought were the most commonly asked and they were worded pretty much the same. So the first one is advice for making new friends in your 20s, recent college grad, and it's so hard. Ugh. (laughs) I love the ugh because... I can relate to this and I feel like a ton of us can. This is the most common question I got was like how to make new friends in adulthood or if you move to a new place like I talked about earlier. So guys, I can freaking relate to this. First of all, I want to discuss like how I even met my first friend in Boise because it was a little bit like not unconventional, but so it was random how I met Dev. I guess we can share this story in full in her episode, but basically like we met through Instagram and then we decided to meet up when I moved to Boise. When I first moved here, I knew the person that I was dating and like their close friends, a few of their close friends. And then as I lived here for longer, like I met their friends, but I wasn't really focusing on much on meeting my own friends. Besides Deb, I met her like within the first week of moving here, which was great because she's been my friend for the whole time that I've lived here. So what I did, I guess, is I met one person and one person that like lived in that place that knew other people and she introduced me to a bunch of people like almost all the people that I've met for the most part here in Boise like I've met through another person I've met through Dev or I met through like my ex which we're not really I was gonna stop talking about that but (laughs) so like meeting one friend when I first moved here which I know like how are you guys gonna just like meet someone on Instagram but I mean, there are things that you could do if you really, like, don't know a single person. You could use Bumble BFF. I mean, they have an entire BFF mode in the app where you can meet friends, and I would definitely give that a shot, like, if you're that type of person, because I know it really is hard, like, especially after college. That's when it gets hard, because a lot of the friends I met in LA were either YouTube friends or I did actually meet them at school. And that's how we became friends. And you know, I have heard from a lot of older people that it takes a long time sometimes to make like your true lifelong friends. And I've heard from like moms and like I said, just older people that I've chatted with that say, you know, I didn't even meet like my good friends until I was in my 30s. And it took a really long time after like moving to a new place to meet the people that will like genuinely be in your life from years to come. I guess some ways initially at the top of my head that I could think of to meet people, but this does involve being a little bit outgoing, which I I don't know. Like I, I definitely think like I am an outgoing person, but when I go into a room of people that I don't know, I'm not really one to chat up people unless they talk to me first. But people are really friendly in like workout classes here. Like at the YMCA, people will chat me up sometimes and I appreciate it. I'm like, oh, that's nice because like I feel like I wouldn't normally do that. Um, So workout classes are a good one. And also going out. If you know like one person and you go places with them, I feel like that makes it easier to just like not be alone. So yeah, even just knowing like one freaking person, which I know if you're literally moving somewhere brand new, you might not even know one person, but that's how I met people is knowing one person that lived here. Another thing you can do is just go out and say yes to every social situation that you can. 
So anytime someone might ask you to go out and do something, you should say yes and you should do it because you never know who you're going to meet. And it's just really good to even talk to people for like one night and get to interact with new people and you never know who could become your friend. So definitely just stay positive and say yes to any and all social situations that you can. And if all else fails, hey, try out Bumble BFF, give it a chance and I bet you would definitely meet some cool people if you tried. Next question, and I got a lot like this again, is how to distance yourself from toxic friendships without being rude slash mean. Oof, this is a hard one. I do kind of feel like this is something that we're all going to kind of be faced with at some point though, and a lot of us might have already had to have done this. And my number one tip is don't ghost the person. Don't ghost your friends. Don't ghost people that you've been romantic with. Don't be a ghost because ghosts leave you so frustrated. (laughs) Once again, we will talk about this in a future episode, but how to distance yourself from toxic friendships. This one kind of sucks because you're going to have to have an awkward conversation and it doesn't have to be you being rude or mean, but it is going to be uncomfortable if you genuinely want to distance yourself without like I said just ghosting this person and not responding to them. I think I did this really dramatically when I was in middle school. Oh my god I was such a drama queen back then like I don't even remember why I was mad at one of my best friends. I think this was in eighth grade which was my prime brat age like I was such a fucking brat. My mom can speak on this. Anybody that knew me in eighth grade, I'm so sorry. 14 was not a good time for me. I decided I had to cut off a friend. I have no idea why I was mad at her. It was probably so, so, so stupid. (laughs) And we did not stay uh, cut off as friends. I definitely was friends with her again. Like, hopefully it wasn't that much longer later. But I like wrote, I was so fucking dramatic. This is not what you should do. I like wrote her a letter and gave it to her in the school bathroom of like, I can't be our friend anymore. And that's honestly fucked up. Like, it was not nice. She was so upset. It took her completely by surprise. I don't know why I'm talking about this right now because this is not a good answer to your question. So uh, that was a complete side tangent of my own dumb middle school life. Listen, this is going to be awkward, but you're going to have to either talk to this person and have a conversation with them in person, which if they are like a close friend, that's what I would recommend is talking to them in person. But I get that it could be really, really awkward and scary. So, you know, if you do have to like send a text or um, call them, you know, if that would be better, I would just make some form of communication. Like I said, any form of communication is better than just like saying nothing and avoiding the problem. So I would probably say something along the lines of, Hey, like, I know this is out of the blue, but I am really just trying to focus on what's best for me right now. And I don't, How do you even say this? It's going to sound kind of rude. It's going to sound uncomfortable because it is. Um, Hey, I don't know if our friendship is like the best thing for me right now or the best thing for my growth and my life. And I just want to take some time for myself. And I'm so, so sorry. And I'm down to answer any questions that you have about this. But this is just how I honestly feel. And I'm trying to put myself forward and... 
I'm so sorry if this came out of the blue and was unexpected, but this is what I feel like I need to do for myself. I hope you can respect that. I mean, something along those lines I feel like is, you know, it's not nice, but it's probably one of the nicest ways you could do it if you are serious about cutting off this relationship. I can kind of relate to this topic. I feel like I had a friendship that I had to cut off, but I didn't necessarily like tell this person in a way that I should have. I didn't ghost them, but we kind of just like drifted apart. We just weren't friends anymore and we had been pretty close for a while. We hadn't been friends for that long, but like when we were friends, we were really close and we hung out a lot. I had a conversation with them. I remember actually when things started to come up and I was like, I don't know if I can be your friend if these things are happening because it's like bad decisions that are starting to affect our friendship and starting to affect my life as well. So I definitely was clear about like, hey, these things aren't cool with me. We're not going to be able to hang out if you're going to do this. Um, but I guess that was kind of a different situation, more relating to one of the questions that was asked before of like your friends just making bad, bad decisions. Uh, but sometimes you, being a friend, you know, it really does involve being honest and saying that uncomfortable stuff that you might not want to. And I think you'll be happy that you did it. You know, one uncomfortable conversation, you know, that could lead you to what you want, which is to end this toxicity. So I'm rooting for you and... I think that you have it within you to handle this in a respectful way. The next question I got was dealing with jealous, in quotes, friends and not being able to celebrate each other's successes. Ooh, this is a really good one. And I did get some similar ones to this, just kind of like a friend being jealous of you. And it is hard in the girl world. And I'm sure guys experience this too, but... You know, that line of like, you really do want to be happy for your friend and the people that you love, but jealousy is real, okay? Like, I experience jealousy, I really, really do, especially in this like influencer world. It's so hard not to just like see what somebody's doing and compare yourself or feel those jealous feelings. But I would just incorporate some more like lifting up of your friends and talking to them about like, hey, I really want us to all support each other, girls support girls, and I want us to be able to be really happy for each other and celebrate each other's successes. And I just want that to be like a bigger thing in our friend group or in our personal friendship. I would just like tell your friend that. And, um, you know, this situation, it sounds like you're saying, some of your friends are jealous of you or maybe jealous of another one of your friends and talking bad about them to you or something like that, which is another thing. Oh my God, when people like put you in the middle and aren't, you know, making you feel uncomfortable by like talking about people behind other people's backs, especially when you're friends with them, that is just not, that is just not ideal. Most people do experience jealousy and it really is a normal human emotion. But with that being said, like you do, to be a good friend and to be a supportive friend, you do have to celebrate your friend's successes and at least like a simple congratulations or a simple acknowledgement of somebody's success and not shit talking them for it. I mean, so maybe you need to evaluate these friends that you put in quotes and just be like, you know, do I want to be this close with this person because I don't think it's cool that they're talking this shit or feeling this type of way 
And this is definitely a hard one, but yeah, I would just encourage in your friendships more celebrating each other's success. Like maybe you guys go out to drinks when one of your friends gets, you know, whatever it is, like a promotion or something exciting happens in their life. You guys can like really focus on celebrating that genuinely. And maybe that will spark some more like, ooh, I love when we're all like here for each other and we celebrate these things. Even like a simple text, like, hey, congratulations on this. Like, I saw that you did this and I'm proud of you. Just like a really simple thing, like, hey, congrats on that. Like the other day when I launched the podcast, Deb texted me, happy podcast day. And it made me so happy because that was like pretty much the only text I got about it that day from one of my friends. And I was like, you know what? She like went the extra mile to send me a message because she knew I was launching this today. She knew it was important to me. And just even a simple thing like a text message can go so far. So if you just are the bigger person and you are the one that's like really sparking that for your friendships, hopefully they'll catch on. Yeah, jealousy sucks, but it's definitely like, you know, there in the girl world a lot. It's hard to avoid. And the next question, and actually the last one I'm going to answer for this episode because we are getting, you know, close to an hour, is tips on maintaining a friendship that is long distance. I definitely can speak on this and can relate to this because most of my close friendships are long distance. Most of my good friends live in Georgia or in LA, and I actually have a few close friends that live in other random areas of the country that aren't where I've lived before and I still try to stay pretty close with them and I could definitely be better at this like I will say I could definitely be better at interacting more and checking in more on those friends so I'm not gonna go ahead and be like I'm so amazing at this because I'm not and I really actually like could be better and I want to commit to checking in on my friends more and making sure that they just know that I'm there if anything's going on you know even just a simple like hey I'm checking in to see how you're doing I miss you like something like that goes so far tips on maintaining a friendship that is long distance well oof, um it doesn't have to be that hard there are I don't know why I went oof, oh my god <laughs> it really doesn't have to be hard like you can text this person when you're thinking about them and just be like yo I miss you like it can be really lighthearted. like hey just want to see like how your week's been or how you've been the past couple months like I definitely have a lot of friendships that sometimes we don't talk for months but when we do chat or when I see that person even if I only see them like once every year or two I know that it's gonna be so fun and I know that we're just gonna kind of pick up where we left off and that's something that you have to accept about having long distance friendships is like you're not gonna get to see each other as much as obviously like a friend that lives in the same place as you and it's okay. I think that some things that are really important to do if you do want to maintain your long distance friendships are to make time to see this person and see these people so planning trips even if you guys live really far away from each other you can plan a little trip that's like in the middle of where you guys live or you guys can have an agreement that like hey if I come visit you this year you come visit me this same year or next year or something like that like it's kind of both people are gonna have to be putting in effort but even if you know you're not traveling to see this person you know you can still do things like 
plan a FaceTime when you miss them. Like, hey, I just miss chatting with you. I would love to catch up for like a few minutes on FaceTime. I'm not really a FaceTime person. I don't like when people <laughs> FaceTime me, except my sister. She's like one of the only people that's allowed to FaceTime me. Actually, I have been FaceTiming more often, but, but honestly, I don't like FaceTiming that much. So I try to like check in over text and just send like a little, little message or sometimes I'll just like find an old photo and I'll like send it to my friend and say something funny about it. And I kind of love doing that, like being nostalgic and reflecting on old memories. Whatever, you know, works for you, whether it's like making a FaceTime date every month or every week, if you guys talk a lot, I don't know how often you guys, you know, want to be chatting, but doing that. And then, like I said, planning, planning the next time that you're going to see each other is always a good one. Like if you know that you're not going to not see that person for a while, because maybe they're moving away or you moved away or whatever, just be like, Hey, what should we try to actually plan so that we can like see each other? Whether it's meeting up for like a trip or a music festival or a weekend journey uh, or going to visit each other in your new cities. Keep those friendships alive. I'm talking to myself a little bit right now. I'm like, ooh, there's some people in LA that I could definitely reach out to more and I want to be better at that. So stay in touch, whether it's like group messages or just like I said, just a simple check-in message or simple like, yo, I miss your ass. Like that goes a long way too because <laughs> at least this person will know that you're thinking of them and that hey like they'll just know thank you guys so much for submitting your questions i know i couldn't answer that many just because you know we we got to keep the podcast like around an hour but i really did try to answer like the ones that i got the most often so i hope that that was interesting i hope that that was helpful if you guys like this style of the interactive advice section please let me know now it probably won't be like this for every episode some episodes are going to be more like solo some episodes are going to be i'm going to have a guest and i'm going to talk to them about a certain topic and like i said i will have my first guest probably probably in the next couple of weeks i'm so excited and i have already several ideas for guests and topics that i want to have in some of my future episodes so get excited for that you can always you know tell me who you want on the show and lastly yeah just go ahead and follow the instagram if you want to get involved in the next episode and submit something or if you just want to have an input in the topic for the next episode feel free to let me know any suggestions or constructive thoughts that you have for how to make the podcast better and make it more entertaining for you as the listener i would appreciate so much if you guys left a rating and review on apple Podcasts. now that it is finally on apple Podcasts. after i feel like i've waited years for this moment like i said i'll follow you if you send me a screenshot of your review after you post it and yeah that is pretty much it you guys i'm out of breath for sure oh my god solo podcasts are a lot of chatting my voice is tired but i had so much fun today this was really awesome to be able to interact with you guys in this new way i think for next week's topic we're gonna have to do something kind of juicy so uh yeah we gotta just go ahead and get into it i mean we gotta live up to the name unfiltered we gotta really like put her out there so there will be several juicy topics coming up this is just what you guys wanted to see for this week so of course i want to make what you guys request mr squirtle just came up to me and put his paws on my chair he's like please hang out with me so i'm gonna go ahead and do that 
And I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Please leave a rating review and go check out my Patreon if you want to see my extra unfiltered videos. All right, guys, enjoy your weeks. I will see you next Monday for another episode of Unfiltered. And I love you. Goodbye.